Episode over. I got a better idea. a good start let's start slow for a been holding on to this episode for a good minute and I decided today is the perfect day to drop this episode sing to him call free from pain free from scars free to sing free from bars free my dogs you're free to go black inside the streets is cold free to love to each his own free from bills free from pills you wrote a loud speakers blow life get hard you ease your soul and clench your mind learn to fly and reach the stars you take the time to look behind and say look where I came look how far I done came they say the dreams come true and when they do that there's a beautiful day. without further ado welcome to episode 85 of the struggle play podcast and the day that i'm dropping this episode on is a special day on january 28th I'm trying to make a million dollars off a rap too. I'm trying to make a million dollars off a rap too. Hey man, look. It's my favorite rapper's birthday. What more do you want me to say? The real is back. The bill is back. Flow banana here. Peel is back. And what you'll find is. Turns to the credits, I proved that I'm ready. If you would like, I do it twice. I just shot with my blade for a minute, but can't lost in my ways. For my niggas that was tossing the crate. Every so often I fade. Deep in my thoughts, and they get lost in the days. We used to play before your cover was made. 
got the car, nigga got caught with a strike. Oh, he's okay. This got paid, but cop got paid to free OJ. Just to share my life on the stage in front of strangers who know a nigga far too well. And that's the danger, know me better than I know myself. I rip a page off my notebook and anger and let these thoughts slang and say. Don't give him too much joke. One thing you do. Don't let him taint your soul. Don't let him taint your if soul. You believe in God. If you believe in God. One thing's for sure. One thing's for sure. If you ain't, ain't too high. You don't ain't too what? high. And you ain't too low. What's the price for a black man like? I check the toe tag. Not one zero in sight. I turn the TV on. Not one hero in sight, unless he dribble or he fiddle with mics. Look out the window, cause tonight the city lit up with lights, cameras in action. May no man alive come through and damage my faction. Hey. I brought you niggas with me, cause I love you like my brothers and your mothers like my mother. Hey. We need a plan of action. The bigger we get, the more likely eagles collapse. It's just physics. Please just put our eagles aside. Come on. My niggas. And shit, I worse. Tennessee's turn us into enemies. I hope that we remember these. Nice full of Hennessy, we're hover around, we switch up on that douce. Gotta show respect one day, we tryna stay where you stay. Cause we from where you from. Not talking about the stars, I'm talking about that mind state to keep a black, black nigga, nigga dumb. Keep a black nigga dying by a black nigga cut. Keep him listening to these frontin' ass rap niggas, son. Yes, it's son. This is New York's finest. 411 winning straight, I took on New York's climate. Like, show me New York's ladder, I climb it and set the bomb so high that you gotta get Obama to force the Air Force to find it. Never mind it, you never reach that. Go is the hypnotist, control the game whenever he snaps. It's never reach it. Don't give him too much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 85 of the Struggle Play Podcast. I'm your one and only host, Doug. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at NorthsideDoug. Instagram, struggle underscore plate. Twitter, at the Struggle Play Podcast. I ain't serve no pies. I ain't slang no dope. I don't bring no lies. Niggas sang my quotes. I don't play no games. Boy, I ain't no joke. Like the great rock Kim. When I make my notes, you niggas might be L or you might be Kane. You might be Slick Rick with 19 chains. You might be Drizzy Drake or Kendrick Lamar. But check the birthday, nigga. You ain't the God. Now you ain't the God. Come on, Cole. Say what? Nigga, Cole the God. Cole the God. Cole the God. So six, nigga. January 20. Wrap up. I'm trying to make a million dollars up. By the time you're hearing this, if you're hearing this on Thursday, January 28th, then it's on J. Cole's birthday. So let's start the episode and introduce today's guest. We got a good one on our hands. Yes, we do. Fayetteville, North Carolina. Fayetteville. 2-6. Make some motherfucking noise one time tonight. God damn it. Bring all the lights up, please, so I can see everybody in this motherfucker one time tonight. All right. So, folks, we here for another new year, another day. Y'all know how it goes, man. Mondays are for Doug, Thursdays are for guests. And um, yeah, I got a second member of part of this collective. I feel like I'm just making my rounds, you know, through all these 
big ass podcast clicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really feel like that, man, because it's just me solo dolo. But you know, I got time on my hands, and uh, I can't lie. This uh, black ass podcast universe network, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> I'm definitely uh, getting myself in here. So now, this guest hails from the East Coast. Y'all know me. I'm a Denver cat right now. I'm Denver residing, but I got another guy um, from the Baltimore area. You see what I said there? I didn't say Baltimore. <laughs> I definitely said Baltimore. And uh, yeah, and he picked a song that's near and dear to my heart. So yes, y'all see J. Cole on the cover, but it wasn't my idea. I told y'all I let the guests pick the song, so don't get mad at me. Get mad at him. You know, so without further ado, welcome to the show, the big homie Mike. Mike, what up? What up, man? What up? What up, man? I appreciate Yo. you having me, bro. Yo, man. So I got I just gotta ask some quick questions. Cause I see you right now with the with the Oreos hat. Are you an Oreos fan, man? Unfortunately. Man, film. Like it is so crazy. Cause let me tell you, man. I'm originally from I'm originally from Chicago, but I've been living all over the country. Um, and if, for those that don't know, like if you work in news, because I work in news, nobody's ever really from the city that they're from. So like I'm meeting sports fans of teams that I didn't even think people would claim out loud. You know what I'm saying? Like I bet an Arizona Cardinals fan, the dude was like riding a dime. He was like, yo, I'm a Cardinals fan, man. You hear what I'm saying? Larry Fitz all day. And I was like, fam, I didn't even know y'all existed. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I meet some of these uh, half-assed uh, Nationals fans. You know, I'm like, y'all ain't really, you know, like only you know team that i know in that area are the orioles you know but i see homeboys so you're the first orioles fans i met i can't lie dog hey man like yeah it, well listen the whole nats fan thing it, it, like you said half-assed like yeah. they just getting in town talk about that it long ago <laughs> it was only the orioles here so you know they a lot of people migrated down south, down to the 95 South area, started mm -hmm. rocking with the Nationals. But yeah, man, <clears throat> Orioles fan, like. I loved Adam Jones. Let me tell you something. He was my dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adam, Adam was a good dude, too, man. I, I hated to see him go because just not even, you know, for what he did on the, on the field, like off the field man he, yeah. he did a lot for the city man so yeah adam yeah was, was was dope yeah i loved adam i loved manny you know what i'm saying yeah, i did i loved yeah. them both you know but that, i mean typical baltimore fa uh, fashion man like <laughs> we had manny we let him go for a, a can of paint you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's like that's when you know they don't want him man <laughs> yeah it's just it's rough man but we got the ravens so the ravens you know Oh, so you a Ravens fan? That, so let me tell you, man. Ravens was my favorite team to play with in Madden, uh, with Jamal Lewis and uh, yes. Ray. Yeah. Yes, was, yes, yes. It's when they first introduced the hit stick, boy, and I was right. trucking folks <laughs> with Jamal Lewis, man. For sure. Yeah, 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 man. So uh, before we get started, man, just go ahead and introduce yourself. You know all the podcasts that you're involved with. You know, because I see your movement out here. I've been 
I've been keeping an eye on y'all for a good minute. Like, I've been doing this show for about a year, but I've been podcasting for about three. So I've been, I been keep my eye on y'all, you know? I appreciate it, man. We appreciate the, the love, man. I, I'm, I'm Mike. They know me on Twitter as OTR Mike. You follow mm-hmm. me, I follow you back. Um, I'm a part of the Off The Record podcast. I'm one-fourth of the Off The Record podcast. Uh, we doing a couple of things, man. We just basically, we touch, we touch on all topics. We just give out a male's perspective, a black male's perspective on whatever it may be that we're talking about from mental health to entanglements. You know, we, we, touch, mm. we touch on a little bit of everything. And then uh, we just recently branched off and added a branch to the off the record brand. Now we do OTR Sports, which we, uh, we go live stream every Saturday around noon and uh, we do a sports show. And I'm also one of the co-founders and, and creative director at Crossover Media. Uh, shout out to my, my partner, Alex, who's the founder. Um, yeah, man, we doing, we, we trying to do big things at Crossover and give people platforms, especially people that look like us. Yeah, sir. The proper push and the proper platform. Yes, sir. So y'all, um, you know, we did have Alex on the show. I did, uh, God, and he's the only man I know that picked two songs to break down. We went from Super Soft Donnell to some Baltimore local club ass song. And yo, yes. yo, there's great, great stories behind it. I was cracking up. You know, I couldn't believe, you know, that man was saying that stuff. So shout out to you, Alex. And now we two we got two members. Don't worry, I'm getting the rest of the two. Look, I told I told y'all, man, I told y'all, I'm going to start bringing some guests, and I'm going to start penetrating these circles, you know what I'm saying? So let me ask you this, questions that I t- normally ask uh, guests now. Um, if you could rap one verse off the top of your head, to save your life, son. And you got to spit it, man. Because I'm sick and tired of people be like, do I got to spit it? Yes, you do have to spit it. So if there's one rap verse that you can spit right now to save your life, what would that be? Man, I put some thought into this, man. And a couple, a couple things came to mind. But I'm going to have to go with Hove. I'm going to have to go with Hove. Okay. I'm going to have to go with what more can I say? Oh wow! Black album hove. Yeah. Wow. Like, it doesn't get any better than the verse when he said, "I'm not a biter. I'm a writer for myself and others." I say a big verse. I'm only bigging up my my brother. Mm. I'm big enough to do it. Whatever he said, something like that. Yeah. But he, I mean, he killed it, man. Like. He, he just let him know, like, listen, y'all saying I'm biting, the, but no, I'm bigging up my brother. And my and he, he ended that he ended that verse by saying, and besides, my own flow is foolish, so don't fool yourself, bro. Like I'm I'm tight with it too. Like I'm just bigging up my brother. So I'd had to go with that one. Never been a nigga this good for this long, this hood, for this pop, this hot, for this strong, with so many different flows, this one's for this song, the next one I switch up, this one will get bit up, these fucks too lazy to make up shit, they crazy, they don't paint pictures, they just trace me, you know what, soon they forget where they club, they hold style from the try to reverse the outcome, I'm like, 
I'm not a biter, I'm a writer for myself and others I say a big verse, I'm only bigging up my brother Bigging up my barrel, I'm big enough to do it I'm that barrel, plus I know my own flow is foolish So the rings and things you sing about Damn. So, you know, Black Album is the very first rap album that I've ever owned. So, really? Yeah. Really? So, yeah. what did you, you think about it? Oh, I loved it. Look, um, I say this over and over again. And um, I don't care how angry some people may feel. I feel like Kanye saved, you know, uh, New York hip hop at this point. So, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm just looking back, if I'm just running the tape, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, definitely top three Hove albums for me. The Black Album. Um, Lucifer, I feel like is like one of the most perfect beats ever. Yeah. Lucifer, done of the morning, I'm gonna chase you out of earth. Lucifer, Lucifer, done of the morning. From the murder capital where we murder for capital. Yeah, just that that whole album, I just remember jamming it in school, you know, and I have I got my dad to buy it for me. And I used to know literally every single word to 99 problems. Um You know what I'm saying? Cause I just felt like it was just the realest shit ever. You know, Hove never misses with production, so and I had to get it because he was retiring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was he was retiring. So right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, that's a. I mean, dope. I mean, you know, the whole his body of work for speaks for itself. But the Black Album is one of those albums where you could tell he was he he was in his bag with that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where does that fall on your list of Jay Z albums? Oof. It's top. Makes my top four. What's number one? Number one, man, I gotta go with. This is a tough one, too, man. Number one for me, I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna have to go with Blueprint. Okay. And I know people that you know. I know the I know the the easy answer is to say reasonable doubt. Everybody says reasonable doubt. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Blueprint Two for me. Blueprint Two. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I, yo, it, it's that's another one where I just felt like I mean it was he was just different. I just felt like he was just different in, in that album. Like, I mean, of course, like, you know, I like the reasonable doubts. I like the black album. I like, um, I mean, I even like the dynasty album. I, I, you know, I like all of, like, I know people, I even like kingdom come like kingdom come has a place, you know, it's not his best work, but it yeah. has a place. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> it, it got a couple joints on there. Yeah. You can't, you can't deny it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all. That's always a tough. That's always a tough debate for me. But the black album, the black album is in in my top four and five for sure. Yeah, yeah. It used to be number one for me because that was like the first you know hip hop album that I ever owned, and then I fell in love with Blueprint two, and uh, you know after kicking it with a lot of New York homies, he was like, "Nigga, you tripping? Blueprint two, <laughs> two." Two, 
I was like, Phil, what you want me to what you want me to say, man? You know, I I, I really love all his productions and it did it went to Reasonable Doubt being number one, but now it's Blueprint One. I'm a, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to rock with Blueprint One. I just think it's his best it's his best body of work. I think so. Outside of Reasonable Doubt, because it's just so reasonable. Reasonable Doubt is just so nostalgic to me. So oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, all right, that's not that's not bad. What more can I say? I ain't never. All right, man. Lil Ho, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it at all. Wait, so are there any like rappers out there from uh, Baltimore area? Like anybody that's like popping big, you know, outside of Drew Hill, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, rappers, not really. We had, uh, and I don't even think these guys are, uh, are known, but like, Little Scooter and those guys, like <laughs> you know, I don't know if like I, I don't know if y'all heard the Bird Flu song. Uh uh-uh. uh. I think I got the Bird Flu. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like those those are joints that like leak out of the city. But as far as like artist period, I mean, you named Drew Hill, but you know Mario, singer Mario. He's from yes. Fuck with Mario, heavy man. That's my dog. A lot of people don't know like. The Braxton sisters, they from Baltimore. Yes, I do know that. Um, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, makes, it makes so much sense. <laughs> Only crazy chicks I know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, know some, I know some crazy women from Baltimore. So, yes. Uh, yeah, let's see. Who else from? Who else we got from Baltimore? I know people going to kill me. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but. So, man, we got a few talented people that come out of here, man. I'm okay, all right, because I know some R&B singers, but I ain't know about uh. Yeah, you know. like it, it's weird. So, like, all right, so probably the the, I will say probably the most popular name of Baltimore rappers is uh, King Los. Ah, I love Los. I love Los. Los is from Baltimore, so Los. Los, I think Los is in, in Cali now, but King yeah. is probably the the biggest name out of Baltimore. Like we had talented rappers. The problem with with Baltimore rappers is like they all they got this this distinctive sound, right? Yeah. So it's not for this area. Mm-hmm. Like you got you know you got certain rappers that have put themselves above the other. Yeah. But they all kind of got that same sound. Los, so it's like they don't make it out of the city, you know. Okay. Uh huh. But Los don't sound like he from here. No, he does not. As far as being, you know, how the rapper sound here, so I think you know that 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 kind of helped. I mean, outside he could spit, but that helped him, you know, resonate with other other listeners. But I don't know, man. It's like it's 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 talented rappers that's that's here, man. It's just for some reason they don't bubble to become as popular as. You would think they would or could, you know what I mean? Hey man, look, all I gotta say about Los is he wrote one of the greatest Diddy verses of all time, same day of time, okay? <laughs> I thought Diddy told us that your money and my money ain't the same damn kind. And when I found out it was King Los, I was like, Oh shit, dog. Oh shit. He he's I've I followed a lot of his freestyle uh, career. So, you know, all right, that ain't bad. That all right, all right. Cause I was really thinking, I was like, "Is there any like 
Baltimore rappers that I might know of, you know, because I, yeah. That's the only one I could really think of, man. Los is probably the biggest name that I could think of from outside of the city. Yeah, man. You know, because I, I do believe um, there's a shit ton of uh, black excellence throughout Baltimore, you know? You know, I, I, I know that, you know, like outside of just your, you know, your entertainment and your sports, you know, like I am a huge Javante fan, you know what I'm saying? A huge Javante fan, even though he yoked up old girl, you know, <laughs> out of nowhere, that was kind of crazy and whatnot. And, uh, you know, but I do believe in that, you know, like um, shout out Morgan State, you know, I know some folks who went to Morgan State. You know what I'm saying? So, and I was born in DC, actually. Truth be told, so yeah, yeah. So it ain't. That's what's know. up, man. Like, shout out to the Morgan State Bears. You know, my my fiance, she 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 attended Morgan State, so oh, play, that that has a that that school has a a place in my home. Nice, mm-hmm. you know, soft spot in our heart. So shout out to Morgan State, man. I ain't gonna talk mess about Morgan State. I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be nice. Out of respect, man. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got no beef with y'all. You know, you, you ain't my dog with the grill. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't in our conference, so I ain't got no beef. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I definitely uh, commend and respect that. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, to further the conversation of, you know, black excellence, how would you say you define your blackness? Man, so, like, I would I would define my blackness as me, man. Like, you know, I'm proud to be a black man. Yes, sir. I'm proud to be a black father. I'm proud, yes, sir. I'm proud to be a black father of a black son. Mm. I'm, I'm proud to be a fiance of a beautiful black woman. I'm proud to be a son of beautiful black parents, a brother of beautiful black siblings. Like, right. It's just like, that's just, I, I don't know. I mean, it's me. Like, I'm just proud of being who we are, what we look like. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Especially in the current climate with the, I should say outgoing president and the, the shit that huh. he started and yes, sir. the fires that he fanned throughout the last year, last four years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So especially 2020, man, it just, you know, I was blessed, you know, the last year to have a son. And now it's just like, yo, you're going to know, you know, you're going to be proud to be who you are, man. And, and so, so I would say that's how I define my blackness, man. Just being, just being proud to be in the skin that I'm in and being around all of this beautiful black talent that we're around yourself, Jay yeah. Bug, Bill, yeah. Kyle, yes, Tam, sir. all them people that we named before, man. Uh-huh. It's just it's just a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, 100%. You know, I think uh, that's part of the reason on why it felt safe for me to start really podcasting when I started seeing the community, you know what I'm saying? Specifically black people, you know what I'm saying? Specifically black folks. So I, I, I definitely, um, 
can say pride is one of those things that helps me, you know, define my blackness outside of my everyday experiences of damn near risking your life to step outside. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Is, is, Is that real, you know? Yeah. I definitely, yeah, it's a good answer, man. I, I 100% agree. So what would you say is your life's purpose then? So, so I'd say, man, I'd say it changed recently. Okay. And I, you know, I just spoke of, you know, having a son. Mm-hmm. So a little over a year and some change ago, my first, my first born child, uh, my first child was born. Yes. Um, and you know, it just changed, it just changed everything for me. So now I look at him every day, you know, I look at him and like, I just randomly just smile. Cause it's like, you know, it's his, his innocence is beautiful, but I know deep down, like, okay, my purpose now is to raise him the best that I can guide Mm -hmm. him the best that I can. Um, It just, you know, make sure he knows the way to set himself up to be the best that he can be as well as, as his dad and, you know, his mom as well. Like us, us being, us breaking some of those narratives, man, that they, that they spread about black fathers or the black family in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd say it would be, that's, that's my, that's my purpose now, man, is, is, is him. Like making sure he's, he's going to be, you know, the best that he could be. And, and I, and I feel comfortable in saying that, you know, I did all that I could do, you know what I mean? To make sure that that happens. And I don't know if that's just <laughs> me because, you know, I'm kind of late to the game. I'm a little, uh-huh. old dad. <laughs> so, it's like, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, like, it's like now that's it, man. Like I, I go eat those, you know, those moments where you wake up for work and you like, Shh, I don't feel like going, man. Yeah. And then you look over and you look at him in his bed and you like, gotta go. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so man. it's like, so he's that push, man. He, he's my he's my life purpose, right? Yo, I'm gonna need to stop like uh hanging out with these responsible ass black men. I'ma tell you <laughs> what. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what, man. I need to hit up the homies from college or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Y'all are changing me into a better man. And it's making me <laughs> it's making me feel sick to my stomach. You know, <laughs> Jesus, all these guys. All right. <laughs> Beautiful answer, man. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful fucking answer, dog. Yeah, like you'd have caught me. I'm gonna say, you'd have caught me about five years ago. Uh huh. Totally different. I'm saying, man, you know, like God, like I, I meant that when I told uh, the homie Jay and Kyle when I had her for the New Year's uh, Eve podcast, I was like, I'm disappointed in the both of y'all. Y'all ain't giving me no mess. Y'all ain't giving me no shit, man. You know, like, do I have to, like, start talking to 24-year-olds now? You feel what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, That's funny as hell, man. But, nah, that's good, though. That's good. Because, you know, we go through some things in life, and, um... Trials and tribulations, as always, you know, life is the greatest teacher. Um, and a lot of times, you know, we struggle a lot, especially as black folks. It's we struggle with not only knowing ourselves, but being ourselves and then learning how to, you know, code switch per se and 
a lot of times we dumb down our own blackness to make other people feel comfortable. You know, it's yep. a, it is a, it is a very real thing. No matter where you are, no matter where you work, you can try to ignore it, but it's just not like that. And um, the song that you chose, man, speaks near and dear to my heart. It is like everything that I have started this podcast on, you know, like I literally have a playlist just called Hunger. And it's just like full of some of the songs that I find like it's just completely, you know, where you just hear that artist's pain and his hunger. Like on that playlist, I got a Meek Mill uh, trauma, you know, that's my joint. Um, If we want to just talk about Sue Surf. Who I absolutely love. He has this song called At My Mother's House. Hungry as hell. Any and everything Nipsey Hustle yes. and yes, yes. like Pac. Um Pain. That's like my favorite Tupac song of all time. God damn. Like I'm trying to think of another song. Oh, J. Cole. <laughs> J. Cole, man. Literally. All of his mixtape stuff. So I follow Cole. What was that? Friday Night Lights. Yeah, Friday Night Lights. That was like, that came out when I was a fresh man in college, I want to say. Mainly the first time I heard him was on uh, Jay-Z's Blueprint 3, Stars Born. Yeah. And, whew. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I tell the story all the time. When I first heard him, I thought he was too good to be true. You know what I'm saying? I thought that they were going to give him the respect like uh, King Los deserved. Because I remember listening to uh, Los early on. And I was like, this dude is fired, but he's not going to get the love and respect that he deserves. So let's just let it go. You know, and that's what happened to Los. But it didn't happen to Cole, man. It didn't happen to Cole and the song that you chose is a dollar in a dream part three hey i got a dollar in a dream it's all a nigga got so if it's about that cream then i'm all up in the spot i got a dollar in a dream just a dollar in a dream cold walk with a nigga i give you my pain so much on my mind, I wonder how it fit in my brain Scattered thoughts, dark secrets lead me to a blacker heart Life can't get any worse, Stevie with his glasses off Cause I still don't see hope Looking for a quick fix when everyone I see is broke Get lost in weed smoke, knowing it make it worse Thoughts roam uncontrollably Barely trusting niggas over a decade, they have been knowing me Shit, life at the bottom, nobody but God got him they say he wouldn't leave me, yet I'm falling like it's autumn Tell me, what do you do just when you on your last dollar And the stress of this mess you in can make your ass holler Do you fold, grow bitter and grow cold No longer fighting now, the only thing you grow is old Or do you flip that fucking dollar to a dream Whether a scholar or a fiend, watch a pawn become a king Cold, young nigga with his jeans low Nice guy, just got a mean flow Never seen rich, but he seen poor Mr. Dollar in a dream in case she ain't know That's all a nigga got So if it's about that cream, then I'm all up in the spot I got a dollar in a dream
Now, let me just tell you my experience with the Dollar and Dream 3. I heard this song. I heard um, the first album that it was on, um, Cold World Sideline Story, in school again. And uh, I just remember reading a lot of articles of people saying that that first album wasn't going to do that well. It was, you know, it was like, you know, J. Cole, he's this guy, he's up and coming. He He's had a great mixtape run, you know, from the come up, warm up, Friday Night Lights. But his first album, because he really wasn't like, his singles really weren't hitting that well. So they was like, it's not going to do that well. And when I listened to that album, I, the first song I heard, A Dollar in a Dream 3, and I was just like, Oh no, this dude could. I was like, what are you guys talking about? What the fuck are y'all, what are y'all saying right now? Like, homeboy, he's not only spitting, but he's making music and it's hitting your soul. It's hitting your, it is hitting your soul. Cause if you think about, you know, from track one, you know, off the album where it starts of just him telling his story. a sudden you get a dollar in a dream three and it sets the mood for the entire fucking album man So when was like the first time you heard this song? Was it off the album? Yeah. So, so like you said, man. I so I, I don't. I was kind of. I first stumbled on Cole at I think it was 2010ish mm-hmm. on the Friday Night Lights mixtape. Yeah. And I'm listening to this mixtape, and I'm like, yo, this dude is dope. Like, and I said the same thoughts you had. Like, man, they not going to – people won't be able to appreciate this. Yes. And a good buddy of mine would be like, man, I like Cole. But he would, he would say – he was like, yo, Cole is a 55-degree is a day. And I'm like, yo, what you mean? And he was like, 
yo, he's he's nice enough for you to go outside with short sleeves or, the, or a light jacket, but he ain't warm enough for you to, you know, go out and enjoy, like, had a cookout type thing. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, nah, bro. I'm like, this dude got it. So after hearing Friday Night Lights, I was waiting for the mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. Waiting for the for the first studio album, and I'm like, okay. When it came out, I think that came out in 2011. Yeah. And I'm like, and from the intro, where he's talking to his homeboys or whatever, and then, like you said, first song, Dial in a Dream, and I'm like, yeah, this it. Like, I had the same reaction. I was like, whoa. Like, it, like he started the album like that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, studio albums are a little, of course, different than mixtapes. You know, you got mm-hmm. that you think gonna sell the records, but I like the album, and I like it a lot. Yeah, and and you know, to his respect and and and, and hard work, like like you said, he never dropped off, and every album from then was mm-hmm. dope. Yeah, so, yeah, that was the first time. Like I said, 2010. Heard the Friday Night Lights join. I'm like, all right, this dude's dope. Yo, when the album going to drop, the album dropped in 2011, waiting on it, hear this song. As soon as the album, because I bought the album at at the release date, because I was, you know, I wanted to support the young dude. I'm like, yeah, hey, he might not get this respect. This might be the only one he get to drop. So I bought it at the release date. Mm. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm for real, for real a fan. And that's, that's when I first heard it, man. Yeah, because like the first, I, I now that I think about it, when you were saying with the album, so I remember I listened to Take Care the first time it came out. I had a nice young lady over the dorm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> great album, great album, great, great album. <laughs> Let's just say that, you know what I'm saying? It did, uh, the following day, you know, when I was feeling good about myself, uh, <laughs> I listened to this album, Sound Last Story. And I was like, man, it's, what a great time to, to be in college with music. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you got to remember, man, like right before uh, Cole and Kendrick and Wale, rap was very bleak. You know, it was very questionable. All right. I tell the story all the time and I will say it to the day I die. I was literally standing outside my dorms when I heard these niggas from the South say that Waka Flocka is the best rapper out right now. And I just wanted to shoot myself in the head. You feel me? I was like, are you serious? Waka Flocka? <laughs> Dog, are you telling me that Waka, he's the best rapper out right now? This, what is he saying? You know, to like what is your criteria you know and lo and behold at the beginning of uh yeah at the beginning of 2020 Walker Flocker says yeah I couldn't rap and I was like I told you niggas I told you niggas he's like yeah I couldn't rap DMX was just my favorite rap and I wanted to be like DMX and so I was just like you see what the fuck I'm saying you know y'all passing over people like Cole you know and after listening to Sideline Story um Cause you know an album is good when you keep going back to that first track, and I just kept going back to Dollar Tree. I just kept going back because I was like, 
he is saying something here that not a lot of people are saying. And I remember after listening to the album, I watched a show where um, they had his mixtape, uh, the warm up, as in one of the top mixtapes of the year. But I think they gave it to Cushion Orange Juice, um, which is another great mixtape. But I was just like, yeah. And I remember. Because I was a huge Wale fan before Cole because I thought Wale was going to be it. You know, that's somebody who's also criminally underrated. And I remember hearing Cole rap on Wale's uh, song with Melanie Fiona, Beautiful Bliss. And that's when I became a stan. You know what I'm saying? Like my favorite J. Cole line of all time is where he said, all I want to do is eat. I'm like a freaky lesbian. And I just lost my shit. <laughs> I was just like, I just, I just lost my shit. You know, I was like, this nigga is, I was like, he's the best. Like, I know Kendrick, you know, he's going to, I know he's tight. I know Kendrick is tight and I know Wale's cold. And, um, and I know Big Crit, some would say might be a better producer than Cole. But I was like, I'm, I'm riding with this guy. I can relate with him. 100 percent he's the only j cole's the only rapper that i could legitimately relate to so what was it that like really drew you to pick this song wow so like so 2014 right mm-hmm. 2014 was the worst year of my life wow sure. yeah like starting with march 23rd mm-hmm. which is my birthday okay I lost my dad. Oh, man. So then, eight months later, I lose my mom. Week after Christmas. Wow. Same year, I lose my two heartbeats, my two best friends. You know, my rocks. I lose my parents. Right? So, listening to this song, man, it's like, I don't know, man. It just says it, it says survival to me, you know. Like he just talked to me. He's to me the song. What makes the song great is like the story he's telling, right? Right. He's telling it to me in like a wave. Like he starts on the bottom, like it's the worst of the worst, and then it ends on some like, you know. But I'm good. Like I'm, you know, I, I made it. I survived. So. You know, after going through that in 2014 and re-listening to a song like that, it just spoke to me like, you know what? Like, yo, you you made it through the hardest year of your life. You know what I mean? And, and he say some things in the song that, you know, like, it, it just spoke to me, bro. Like, 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 give me one part that just really spoke to you in the song. So when he says, like, um when he talks about he so i think he he basically the the first verse yeah <laughs> the first verse man he starts off with like you know he says walk with a nigga i give you my pain so much on my mind i wonder how it fit in my brain Walk with a nigga i give you my pain so much on my mind i wonder how it fit in my brain I'm like, yo, yeah, that's me because I had to, I had to be like the, even as the youngest in my family, my siblings, Mm -hmm. I had to be that rock for everybody else. So Mm -hmm. 
you know, I, I was a, I had to put certain things aside to make sure everybody else's was good. But yeah, down everybody checking on me, and I got this facade on, like, man, I'm good, I'm, I'm okay. But deep down, like, that's exactly what it was. Like, I had so much on my brain, and I'm like, yo, how, how is this fitting in my brain, in my head, and and you know, he even go to say scattered thoughts, dark secrets, yeah, to black to a blacker heart, life can't get any worse, and I'm like. Yo, like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm like, yeah, like, yo, that's, that's how I was feeling that nobody knew mm-hmm. how I was feeling. Scattered thoughts, dark secrets lead me to a blacker heart. Life can't get any worse. Stevie with his glasses off, cause I still don't see hope. Looking for a quick- You know, I don't know, man. It just spoke to me. Like a lot of people here, you know, they hear the chorus and they hear the name of the song and they think like he talking about being broken. And, and he may very well be talking about that. Yeah. To me, it had a totally different meaning to me. It was, it was straight. It was straight about survival to me, man. Yeah, I. You know, like when I listen to this, when I listen to this song, uh, it, it's not just about being broke. You know, it's more about clearly depression you know what i'm saying like he's lost in his thoughts you know if you're stuck on the negative thought for so long you know it's it's really bad that can be very detrimental for you because you can just be you know stuck because like if you're just talking about that first verse man i felt him when he said barely trusted niggas over a decade they've been knowing me like i and i'm just like Yo, man, like you could say that's your boy, you could say that's your dog, you know, that you grew up with, but they don't even know your deep dark secrets, my guy. Looking for a quick fix when everyone I see is broke. Get lost in weed smoke, knowing it make it worse. Thoughts roam uncontrollably. Barely trusting niggas over a decade, they've been knowing me shit. They, or they just don't even know what really makes you tick because, you know, as men, we just, you know, we. We clown on each other, you know what I'm saying, from the beginning to the end, and we don't really like, hey man, you know that really hurt. You just be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? We we get mad at each other, you know, and we bottling up that pain. And I was just like, oh man, he the the amount of vulnerability that he's given, which is why I've always loved Cole because he wasn't talking to me. He doesn't just talk from a street perspective that your typical rapper does he just talks from a human perspective yet alone just a black man's perspective and i just remember you know just saying like this is this song is motivational it's sad like i don't know what he's trying to do but he's trying to inspire us you know and really challenge our mind like very thought provoking because he says do you fold grow bitter and grow old and i'm like damn life at the bottom nobody but god got him they say he wouldn't leave me yet i'm falling like it's autumn tell me what do you do just when you on your last dollar and the stress of this mess you in can make your ass holler do you fold grow bitter and grow cold no longer fighting now the only thing you grow like now he's challenging me off track number one you know he he, i was already hooked you know because then he follows up i was just saying i do you flip that fucking dollar to a dream whether a scholar or a fiend watch a pawn become a king cold 
Young nigga with his jeans low Nice guy just got a mean flow Never seen rich but he seen poor Mr. Dollar in a dream in case she ain't know That's all a nigga got So if it's about that cream then I'm all up in the spot I got a dollar in the dream Just a dollar in the dream the joint, it, the other line that stuck out to me when he say, I mean, he's come after the hook, but he say, you know, cause nigga, that's life. And trust me, I'm living. Look what a nigga made out the shit that I was given. Cause nigga, that's life. And trust me, I'm living. Look what a nigga made out the shit that I was given. Look what a nigga made out. Look what a nigga made out. You know, my whole life crumbled in an eight months in an eight month span god yes and to sit back and look like yo like i did all right out of that like you know what i mean i mm-hmm. I, I, I made i made it out of that shit that i was given you know what i mean and yes it's it, bro that's all I, people sleep on that song man it's... they need to listen to it and listen to it about three four times back to back straight up no, straight up, I I say the whole album. You know what I'm saying because because now like he's you know it's just so crazy to me. You know, just how popular he is. Um, you know, but like now he's like in this limelight. You know what I'm saying? He got his ugly Puma deal. You know, <laughs> he he looking a, he looking a bit homeless. You know these days and whatnot. But I just remember hearing the absolute hunger Arm ready you niggas strung out you spaghetti your paper confetti small time y'all on one i'm on mine you logged off cuz i'm online small talk for small minds i want to buy them all but they ain't shit in this small town that's where i get my dope my niggas make sure that money right and then i rip the show I run the town, they try to call me underground i spun around like you wish homie my backpack louie now watch just how i do I want to say this was like the first album album that I heard, you know, from a rapper in a long time, like a full, well thought out album, not just a collection of songs, because that's what Cole and all the other rappers from his generation gave the world again, you know, actual albums, because. I wouldn't even want to, like, Drake's first album, it was just a really good album, just full of good songs. Wale's first album didn't really hit as much, but when Cole came with Dollar in the Dream, you felt like things shifted because they projected that it wasn't going to sell that well, and it actually, and he actually really good, really well, doubled, exceeded expectations, and it made the industry they like they had to focus on them because he was tapping into an he created his whole a brand new audience that's what makes j cole j cole that's oddly enough that's what makes joe budden joe budden you know like he found his collective of depressed emo dudes you know and cole found his collective of people who are from the hood but don't live that life, you know, but you're still going through the same struggles. And for me, obviously, you know, Cole went to school and I've never heard a rapper, you know, say that. And he was not only did he went to school, but he went on a scholarship and he graduated with like high honors. You know, nobody talks about that a lot, but I was like, I can 
you know, resonate with this dude. So he found his own audience and he stuck to it. So like for anybody, podcast, music, whatever it is that you are going to do in this entertainment space, know your audience and just hone in on that because they will stay loyal to you, you know, out of everybody. Like with y'all, you know, y'all podcast, you're specifically focusing on black men, you know, and talking about life and then also hitting on mental health aspects. That shit wasn't common even five years ago. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's something that Cole has a real gift of doing. And I'm trying to find that one line, man, where he said, what did he say? He said something along the lines like, I got, I, what do you say? I got smart niggas rapping hard shit, dumb niggas rapping. Yes, I, I got you. It's in the second verse where he said, I got the n- nerds rapping hard shit, dummies rapping smart shit. I got the nerds rapping hard shit, dummies rapping smart shit. Mozart meets Humphrey Bogart with this from the hard shit. Play your part, life is but a dream for me. I get a flash of nightmares when niggas scheme on me. It's hard to see my enemies who infiltrated my team. I take a step back and notice that things ain't what they say. That's when a nigga refocus, yeah, I turn on them high beams. I got that red dot waiting, I'm wasting your whole regime. I wish a nigga would. Boy, you can't outsmart me. I let you feel like you the shit, but boy, you can't outfuck me. You never have it. I know you want what I got, but nigga, you ain't me. But you are what I'm not. That goes to, like, you know that lane that he created his fan base yes like that's that's exactly what he created he and he made his own lane like it, listen i'm he's one of the artists that over recent years that i'm happy to see made it like i i was thoroughly thoroughly happy and excited to see like yo he survived because I mean, like, like we already spoke about it. Just wasn't looking like he, you know, people was going. Yeah. Brother, but I'm happy that it worked out for him. But you are what I'm not And that's a phony ass, lonely ass Cold is what you know me as But we far from homies If you know my mama, you know me If you don't with it, I'm sorry You should get to know Kate Man, she been working too hard I should send her a bouquet My goal this year is a real one Gonna stack a million As soon as I do, mama, that nine to five is through And I know I ain't been calling But I'm thinking about you And all the shit that you been through My girl and then my brother too Cause this life get hard on this road Yeah, it's true I don't never tell you how much I be stressing, but I do. But I suck it up for who? My fans and my mans who probably never ever had this type of lifestyle in their plans. Hopping in and out of vans, on the buses, on the planes, getting brain from a bitch and thinking, goddamn, what's her name? Sometimes I just shake my head and tell myself this is a shame. Then my other side kicking like, bitch, don't be so fucking lame, dang. What a life, another day, another night At times this shit is all blurry Praying, hope that God hurt me Just for those praying for me Man, I know that y'all worry But I ain't never failed And you can bet I never will Cold <laughs> Young nigga with his jeans low <laughs> Nice guy, just got a mean flow Never seen rich, but he seen poor Mr. Dollar in the dream In case you ain't know That's all a nigga got So if it's about that cream Then I'm all up in the spot Funny part, uh, sidebar about the production of this song. 
this man literally samples a song from Kingdom Hearts to the video game, you know, to put on here. Because I was like, this sounds mad familiar. <laughs> and, and my homie, who's like a big Kingdom Hearts man, he was like, that's Kingdom Hearts, Doug. And I was like, there ain't no real nigga using Kingdom Hearts? What are you talking about? Like, who's the realest in the game? Don't you ever disrespect him? <laughs> you know? Like, no, it's Kingdom Hearts. Listen. I was like, oh, all right. That's... <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's a it's a good beat that really draws you in, you know, and the hook is very simple. If we're talking about my least favorite songs on the album, it would be the singles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Honestly, nice watch, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Mr. Nice. I really didn't care too much for Mr. Nice Watch. Um, Workout grew on me. It grew on me. I didn't like it at first because I was just like, you sampling a, a sample, you know, but I cool. Um, yeah. What was another song? The joint that he did with Trey Songs, you know? So, like, those were like my least favorite tracks on the album. But clearly at that time, that's where people were pushing for singles, you know? Yeah. And remember, remember, he like his story mm-hmm. throughout his career and his, his his you know as his career moved forward was always that he said Ho would always tell him he missing that one single. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, and he, I think he took that and he flipped that into like, yo, okay, I, I'm not gonna like he he took that and. and and kind of at the same time made light of, yo, I'm always missing on these singles. Yeah. But then he flipped it to like, but my body of work. Yes. Banging. Like, yes. this album going to be banging. I might not have that one single that's going to do, you know, 10,000, uh, 10 million buys of views or streams or whatever. Right. But this whole album going to be a beast and I'm going to sell 10 million copies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Honestly, because, you know, b- because of that, remember, because because of what you were saying about Hope saying you need that single and he makes workout and then all of a sudden we get let Nas down, which is like one of my favorite. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's my shit too. Right there. <laughs> which is like one of my favorite joints because it shows that the lesson that he did learn, you know, from that whole experience of chasing a single and now we're not chasing a single anymore you know now that's not how the game is right now but i'll never forget that because on how that led to let Nas down which is my favorite song off of born center you know and then when Nas did the remix i just lost my mind again (laughs) i was just like man these dudes are cold so where would you rank sideline story out of cole's discog would rank it let's see what we got we got forest hills drive kod born center uh for your eyes only oh man that's tough i'm i'm gonna probably put forest hill drive one okay um would you call that a classic i think so okay i think so but it like 
and I know we're not counting mixtapes, but yo, Friday Night Lights to me is a classic mixtape. It, it, it's damn near an <laughs> album, G. Yeah, like that shit, <laughs> Friday Night Lights is a banger. But I'd say Force Hill Drive, I'd say Born Sinner, mm-hmm. and then I'd go Cold World. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was in my top three. Okay, that's that's fair enough. Cause uh, I do think that his first three albums are his best albums. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I be wanting to put Four Your Eyes Only" like at the top because I just love the fact that he just told one giant ass story. But yeah. he told it one giant ass story with sideline story by literally saying, yo, I got signed and I and I got arrested the same day for yeah, riding dirty. Yeah. Like, I don't know a nigga alive who does not ride dirty. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's driving off of old tags, you know? <laughs> I, I I know there is somebody out there. I've run dirty, okay? Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I, listen, I got a month. I got a month to renew my shit and I'm sure I'm gonna push it to the limit. I know I'm gonna push it to that last minute, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like I get yeah, <laughs> man. Like I'm like I tell this. I was uh, dating this girl, um, and she thought that I was a criminal because I was riding dirty. I was like, "Nah, fam. Everybody's tags expires." You know, like she's like, "Not around me. That's not how it goes around here." And I was like. I fam, I'm just letting you know, you know, like that's a real thing. <laughs> like I'm not a criminal, G. First, first of all, they send you the renewal notice like six months ahead, so you straight like, up. I ain't, I ain't doing my shit six months ahead. <laughs> right, you feel me? I, like I that's four hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't know who too many people doing it six months ahead. It's one of those things you get like, all right, yo, I got time. Then you know, right up until that month right before you like oh shit right it's about to be that time right man yeah dog straight up like who has three to four hundred dollars just sitting in their pocket you know at 26 25 you know what i'm saying or even now shit man you gotta you got a family you know what i'm saying we gotta (laughs) so it's christmas Christmas time like and it's christmas (laughs) man (laughs) Folks is hungry, you know, during Christmas. Like I had a whole plan to uh buy a whole bunch of stuff for it for my crib. And I was like, shit, man. After all the gifts that I done bought, I was like, damn, and I ain't even like bought no big gifts. I'm just buying cards and that shit racking up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, man. Folks got a whole dollar in the dream. And uh <laughs> straight up. Cause I um me personally, I know you say you like Friday Night Lights as your, uh, is, would you say that's your favorite cold mixtape? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. See, mine is the come up. Um, come up is dope too. I, all, all three of them are really dope, especially the warm up. Like people love the warm up more, um, I would say, um, because Dollar in the Dream one is com- starts on, com- on the come up as well as Simba, and then you got Grown Simba in A Dollar Dream Part 2 on the warm-up, and then, you know, you got Return of Simba, which is, like, my favorite J. Cole song of all time. 
um, right next to dreams. It, it goes back and forth. Um, but then the, the fact that he started, you know, the album with a dollar in the dream three makes you want to go back to his work. So that's also the genius right there. Like, Oh wait, so this is a, this is part three. Well, where's part one and two, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, and now look at him. He's got a solid team. He's got a solid label, you know, that I followed. I, I remember when he started the label, you know, and now he's got, you know, little young gunners like J.I.D. running around, killing the game, challenging everybody, saying that he's better than you. I'm like, yes, I like the energy. Kaz, um, I remember when he signed Boz, you know. So, yeah, it's it's really good to see how far he's come <laughs> off of this first album. If you just think about the growth from A Dollar in the Dream 3 to right now. I, I, like I said, man, I, I'm beyond happy to see it. I, yeah. I'm beyond happy to see it, man. I, I mean, I was tripping today just looking at the cover. From how he looking at yes, it's crazy. <laughs> like damn, he's dressed up, photo shoot fresh, yeah. and now he over here looking like Simba. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> rocking, rocking Pumas of all the shoes to rock. You know, <laughs> rocking, rocking Pumas. You know, now I just only have one request from Cole, and it's that I just need him to put out this album that his fans actually deserve, you know, cause I get it. Kendrick, he hasn't missed with his albums and it just hurts when people just say that Kendrick is better than Cole. I, I just, as a fan, I just want him to put out that one album that we can just rep wholeheartedly because they don't, cause not a lot of people, the general public aren't putting respect on Forest Hills Drive like they should. So I just need him to put out this one album, just shut up the haters, and we can just go on with our life. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree with you, man. Listen, I feel like that class, and you named some of them earlier, like the mm-hmm. and, and Big Sean's and the Kendricks and those guys, like, like I feel like it's a healthy battle mm-hmm. within, that, within that class, you, you know, like, I think the casual fan is going to side with Kendrick, right? Right. Because, like the cool thing to say. Right. Like, everybody knows Kendrick's dope, so it's like the cool thing to be like, oh, yeah, Kendrick. But I feel confident in saying Cole could spit alongside either one of the names that we just named. Yes, sir. And that's no knock on these ca- on those cats. Like, I just feel like they're all that dope. But I yes, feel sir. Like Cole can hold his own in that classroom with those guys. Bar none. And yes. Down. Yes. Yes. Honestly, like what what Wale said on Twitter what that is, I'm not gonna have you on my songs anymore because you keep yeah. killing me <laughs> on my own shit, you know. Yeah. And uh, like, cause I get really mad when I would hear a Kendrick and Cole song in like there's only one song where they're just both actually rapping, you know, together. Other than that, they're singing or whatnot. I'm like, no, I don't want y'all to sing. I want y'all to go bar for bar, you know, and, and give the fans what they want. Yeah, go head up, man. Go head up. Yeah, same thing with Drake. Yeah, we know yeah. Spit, man. Go head up. 
Yeah, just go ahead and uh, please do that. Give the fans exactly what it is that they want and that they're looking for, you know, because um, last thing I want to say about Cole, um, I told when I had uh, my homeboy Graffiti on the podcast, because we did uh, Love Yours, and I said a part of this dream album that the fans want for Cole, I said, one, I don't want him to executive produce it anymore because I think he does better on other people's beats than his own. I think time has definitely shown that, you know. Um, I want no idea to produce the next album. Yes. You know, I think I think it makes all the sense in the world, you know, like literally Cole's whole style, his whole his entire approach um to getting to Jay-Z was using Kanye West's formula. Okay. <laughs> he tried to sell Hove a beat CD outside the studio and Hove was like, yo, what am I going to do with this, man? Right. You know what I'm saying? He makes his own beats. He raps on it and it's very similar to Kanye. So just get, so just get his mentor, just tap into his mentor, you know, get the album and then actually get a, get a legit Jay-Z verse. Cause I really feel like, uh, Memphis Bleak and, uh, Beanie Siegel really fucked up, uh, Jay-Z's, uh, mind to work with the people that he signed with you know since they just didn't live up to their full potential like they should have so get a legit whole verse you know and no idea produce this next album I'm, I'm with it i'm with it i think i mean he reached that point man like mm-hmm. we, we've heard his work you know we heard your production like we know what you can do man yeah you, you're that good where like you can start fielding beats from from the top from the best yes sir and do your thing yes sir so to end this breakdown how would you describe this song a dial in the dream in three words Oof, in three words oh man motivational okay powerful mm-hmm And life changing. Mm. That's low key full, but I. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. No truth. I said it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good, man. That's all good. So uh, I would definitely say motivational, depressing, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uplifting. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, vulnerable. Let's change. Just throwing yeah. vulnerable in there because it's, 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 it's one of those songs you could describe it with so many things, man. Yeah, man, we sure can. So that's the end of the breakdown. Now's the part where we get into the rotation where I let the guests pick three songs that have been in rotation for them. So, all right, one, mm-hmm. um, Ocean Views by Nipsey Hustle. Ooh, <laughs> that's my joint, right? Ocean views, small circle, it's a chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. I bought a pound and we rode the fuel. I talk shit, but she know it's true. Ocean views, small circle, it's a chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. I bought a pound and we rode the fuel. I talk shit, but she know it's true. Blessings, bitches in my section. Yeah, with all this money, I'm obsessive. Weapons, turning off y'all extras, turning off this bullshit direction. 
Turning up my grind, waking up to more pressure. But it's all in your mind, so I never feel pressure. Knew it's all in due time. Now honey stacking like Tetris. Hustle hard is my message, then double back and get extras. No, I spaz when I catch it. Yellow bone, white Lexus. All black tint, two white cuffs, fat gold chain, Sprite Texas. I'm just young and I'm reckless. I'm just on for my section. I'm just out here on top speed with my top down and I'm revving. I don't know about hell. I don't know about heaven. All I know is about right now and this lifestyle is interesting. Ice down in my session. I just write down his confessions. Niggas died and got life around me. I guess that I'm an exception. Bless ocean views. Small circle, it's a chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. I bought a pound and we rode the fuel. I talk shit, but she know it's true. Ocean views. Small circle, it's a chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. I bought a pound and we rode the fuel. I talk shit, but she know it's true. I'm in these streets with my Um two. Uh, Rapture, Nita Baker. This one gonna be crazy, okay? But it's a video circulating on Twitter, man, of this cat named Mor- Moray from Fayetteville. Oh my God, bro! He's a fat, he's a fat <laughs> dude, like yo, <laughs> bruh. That song has been in my rotation since I heard it. I don't know if it's catchy, if it's just catchy. What's the name of it? It's called a uh, Quickstand. Okay. A Kickstand or something like that. All right. But his name is Moray. Um, I I don't know why this cl- I don't know why his, his a clip of his video that he did for this song has gone viral. And you know I, I I saw it. I listened, and I'm like, all right, let me search this dude up. And I found him. And I listened to the I watched the whole video, and I'm like, yo, this is like this is all right. You know what I'm saying? So in the last week, I have to admit that's that's been one of the songs in my rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I just the time with a kickstand, thinking of a plan to get quick by 
hands Falling in deep with the quicksand Flag on my ass, no quick run I was packing on the pound, got my way up Hot beef in the streets, had to stay up Betty Crocker show me how to bake a cake, bro Doing that put everything I'll ever stake, bro Since I just got tired with the kickstand Thinking never plan, nigga, quick bands Falling in deep with the quicksand Flag on my ass, no quick run I was packing on the pound, got my way up Hot beef in the streets, had to stay up Betty Crocker show me how to bake a cake, bro Doing that put everything I'll ever stake, bro Back in the day, man, a nigga had I had broke dreams, couldn't think about the money, I had broke dreams Outfit was the match of a crack fiend I was trying to be fly, couldn't take off Coach falling on my ass, lost weight, dog. No dragon in the window, had to shake, dog. Then I said, fuck it, cause something gon' have to shake, dog. Then my nigga Bobby put me on a quick lick Wasn't a lie, but enough for a quick fix Interception, I was stealing, caught me a big six In the snow, bitch, and roll, bitch, with a brick dick Never killed, I ain't gonna lie, I was tempted He was a target, but he lucky that I missed it I was always fucking up, was a misfit My opportunity was knocking and I missed it Young when I hopped off the stoop Two doors where I flow if I hop in the coop Two swords from a wall where I couldn't lose Got scars and bruises, man, I got the proof Resemble, yeah, still, cause I got the juice You think you too park, let all my ass loose Step in no next with my Timberland boots I'm planning, I'm stable, I'm growing in roots Since it's just the time with a kickstand Thinking never plan, I get quick bands Falling in deep with the quicksand Flag on my ass, no quick brand But yeah, man, uh, appreciate you for joining me for this episode, taking the time, you know. Man, listen, it, it, it's my pleasure. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate you reaching out, not just to me, but a couple members on the team and having us on, man. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. Support, bro. We appreciate oh. it. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you and the rest of your squad. So you can find me on Twitter at OTR underscore Mike. You can find the podcast Twitter at OTR underscore pod. We're also on Instagram and Facebook at OTR underscore podcast. We on, uh, where else we, we're at? We're on YouTube. We're mm-hmm. everywhere, man. So check us out. You can find the show on all your streaming platforms, your podcast streaming platforms. Uh, check out Crossover Media. That's Crossover 365 on all your social social media platforms. Um, and check out my brothers as well. Quan, find him at OTR Quan. Brandon, you can find him at OTR Brandon. And then Alex is at Alex Holling. So check out my, my family, man, my, my my partners, my brothers. We've been we've been kicking it since Lord knows when, over 20-something years. So yeah, man, check us out. All right, man. That's what's up. Please, please listen to these dudes. I I co-sign it. I especially co-sign anything that's black because I'm rooting for anything and everybody that's black. And that's how it is, man. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. What a life, another day, another night. At times this shit is all blurry. Praying, hope that God hurt me. Just for those praying for me, man. I know that y'all worry. But I ain't never failed, and you can bet I never will go. <laughs> Young nigga with his jeans low. Nice guy, just got a mean flow Never seen rich, but he seen poke Mr. Dollar in the dream, in case she ain't know It's all a nigga got So if it's about that cream, then I'm all up in the spot I got a dollar in the train Just a dollar in the train Hey, cause nigga, that's life And trust me, I'm living Look what a nigga made out, the shit that I was given Look what a nigga made out Look what a nigga made out Got a dollar in the train Three